Welcome to the No Happy Just Podcast. The podcast where we ask three levels of questions. Switch up! Or we used to ask three levels of questions. Or it just be happy friendings. There used to be some kind of intro. There used to be some formula to said intro, but, um, you know, at some point, things gotta change. Well, I'm outraged that such, such a change sprung up on me, like a... Like a what? Like a, like, you give me one intro, and then you, you remix it back to the old intro, and then we got... It's like I'm in a paradox of intros. Are we... Do we ask three levels of questions? Or are we here? We're about friends of friends. Friends of friends of friends. Like, I just get... Like, Willard loves his karaoke but I'm about mm-hmm. the consistency the intro brings me in you know the intro brings you in the intro brings me in like the Mandalorian like dun 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 yeah dun. yeah good intros pretty great yeah that's true what are your favorite intros ooh Daredevil Daredevil on Netflix uh, Daredevil easily my bet my that's a very intro. good intro cause I'm a big fan of the comics but I think that intro nailed everything I feel about Daredevil that's a great intro um that all the Batman animated series, mm. all of them through Batman Beyond, just all that whole, that even whole the Superman verse. one, yeah, the I'm verse, all about yeah. it. Even freaking Static Shock, put it in there. Yeah, yeah, that's um, a great intro. And a lot of shows stop intros; they like cut to the title card super quick. Scrubs, Scrubs, Scrubs is a really great intro. Scrubs is a pretty iconic yeah. intro. I love it. Shout out to Zach Braff, Tom Faze on their podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> love them. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're gonna get noticed by them for sure. That'll go great. Yeah, it will. Can't wait. Uh, what about you? Oh, Avatar, also a great intro. Airbender is a great. Korra, great I also intro. like Korra, but it's short. I think it, shows, it, all, I mean, it, it just falls in tradition. It falls yeah. tradition, and that's that's a good job. You know, show has a great intro, but doesn't have, really have an intro. What Dragon Ball Z? Because I watched it in America, and uh-huh. I was like, this is kind of a crappy rock song. Yeah. And then, like when they got to the Cell Saga, they kind of like livened it up, and they used the cut from the. The Japanese intro. Yeah. But the rock music, I love it. But then I watched the real Dragon Ball Buzzy intro. Then I'm like, I'm in. Are you talking about Chala Hechala or are you talking Hechala, about Hechala? <laughs> yeah, but also some of the ones for A like, true iconic yeah. theme, right? Chala. You know, I figure out this is such a this is such a tangent. So I'm like half Bolivian, right? Yeah. And my my old boss There's a tangent in her. There's a tangent of a tangent. She's uh she's Bolivian too, so I like keep a lot of my heritage with her. Mm-hmm. And she was watching this this like like this Bolivian group like talking about um, they have Japanese roots because yeah. a lot of the Bolivian like the Indian Bolivians like in the mountains and yeah the indigenous indigenous yeah that's my word for the day <laughs> they have a lot of inspiration <laughs> from Japan and they parody they like sing a lot of Japanese songs so they're singing like and I was like I know this song and they're like what are you talking about you don't know this song what do you know about being blue and I pull up my newly discovered Spotify I'm like Chala hey Chala (laughs) but man Goku don't play so I was like yeah very it's a very popular song in Spanish cultures but yeah it is a very popular song in Spanish cultures because I remember one time I was on a road trip with Yexen Uh shout out to Yexen friend of the pod has been on men on the pod many yeah, times baller, and we were talking we were talking about anime mm-hmm. and different we were talking about Dragon Ball Z and we were talking about Chala Hit Chala yeah. and he's like wait I know that yeah. and I was like hold up wait a minute you know the Japanese version he's like I know the Spanish version of the Japanese version it's like, a beautiful song it makes more tight. sense to me in Spanish no I mean to be honest it's <laughs> there are that's Spanish. about as close a translation as I've seen mm-hmm. for like the original like the OG song yeah. right because like, most American 
translation for anime, completely different song. Yeah, just a different song. Sometimes it slaps, not but even, sometimes it's terrible. Most times it's not even close. Most, yeah, usually not even remotely yeah. the same tune. Mm-hmm. But yeah, okay. Dragon Ball Z, iconic. Yeah. Mandalorian, big fan. Yeah. Daredevil's a good example. Mm-hmm. I really like Iron Fist intro, actually. Iron Fist has a great intro. Terrible show. But oh, the yeah. intro oh, is really it cool. It teases you so bad. Yeah, because it's, it's like yeah. that, it shows all these cool martial arts mm-hmm. movements, and it's like in the vein of the same, mm-hmm. like, Daredevil, like, shadowy mm-hmm. figures and stuff. Very cool yeah. intro. Terrible show. Yeah. Kind of Game of Thrones also. I like it. Mm-hmm. But more yeah. so, I really like True Iconic. Detective. Ooh. Like, HBO shows, like, the little, like, yeah. premium shows. Yeah. And yeah. The, they actually understand, like, the importance of an intro. Yeah. And so I just love, like, this new wave of TV, like, the production. Oh, so Game of good. Thrones was fire yeah I, I you know I it didn't come to mind but to be honest it was when it was the big thing of watching it weekly mm-hmm. with your homies and I didn't I didn't start doing it until I think season 6 or season 7 yeah but you know everybody's waiting the whole week and then you get together for the week and then it's dude and I was like oh shit because everyone would post about it that'd be the story just like like five people posting about it and they're like why is the symbol change bruh yeah, watching the intro Wait, and watching yeah, the different, actually like, castles up. change and things like mm-hmm. that and flags change, yeah. fire. Such and I'm also, cool like, experience. big on music. Like, Brian knows I already have, like, a whole soundtrack of, like, a whole playlist of anime intros. Mm-hmm. And just those songs get me in the mood, so, you know. But then there's, like, uh, what am I, there's one I was thinking about that was really... Oh! Uh, Spider-Man animated series and X-Men animated series. Yeah. Shout out to American producers finally getting it right once. The but, Spider-Man one, I honestly don't remember, but the X-Men uh, one is iconic. Yeah. Like, I can see the Spider-Man yeah. intro, but I can't think of the Spider-Man intro. Yeah, I can't. I'm not going to do it. But, but the X-Men intro is, is pretty iconic. Yeah. Iconic. Well, I mean, that's probably the only animated intro to make it into the movie, because hints of that song are all through the X-Men movies. Yeah. No yeah. other film does that. No, yeah, that's true. Like, Spider-Man, like... Here like, comes the Spider-Man. Yeah. That, the, the Spider-Man, that's only been just done now. But, like... No, that was in Spider-Man 2. Kinda. No, you remember, though. Oh, yeah, the, the lady playing the, lady the violin. Playing the violin. So, like, yeah. <laughs> but, dang. It was such a... I, heard, I love those movies. Those are good movies. Yeah. What an intro for an intro. <laughs> There's there's a content. lot of there's a lot of really good intros. That, yeah, you, you can know, honestly just I mean, you can go on for for a while. I think even just like like songs that just get you there. Like, Breaking um, Bad, is Breaking like, Bad's a really good one because not a lot. It's not a lot, but it's also iconic because I love me personally. I love when intros get played in the episode mm-hmm. at a moment for like the like a turning point for yeah. the, the protagonist mm-hmm. but that doesn't happen in Breaking Bad until season 5 yeah. the last season of the show because you hear the intro every episode and you're just like okay I love the intro but then one particular scene I think Walt is I forget exactly the scene but I think Walt's in a bar or something mm-hmm. and then it plays I'm just like bruh uh, it's <laughs> full circle or like um, even Walking Dead like mm. I was really skeptical watching it and I like I haven't watched like anything past the introduction of Negan so yeah. it just kind of like went off the rails for me and I've read the comic and I kind of mm. fell off at the same place in the comic but like that intro is like really horrific and yeah. I'm actually not really into horror so like that kind of got like the intensity mm. up for me and like if you watch that show if you put that show on paper like write it out there's a whole lot of walking in that show yeah it's very literal I feel dead watching it 
and they're just walking. Pig rips. But, <laughs> but it's a, I mean, like, that gets you in. So, like, you gotta, like, kind of, like, get people ready. Yeah. And then, like, put them on that roller coaster. Just, like, highs and lows. Like, super highs and super mm. lows. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if you watch this show, but I, I've been watching the show Invincible. And it just I haven't watched it yet, but I, I'm excited to watch it. Because you should be. I, I really do want to watch it, but I just haven't gotten around to it yet. Animation, spot on. I'm reading the book it's now. It's a good voice cast. Good. Voice cast is excellent. Yeah. Like It knocks a lot of other things out of the park. It's a great voice cast. Um, and the direction's good. It keeps up with the comic for what it needs to, and it's like a good story, mm-hmm. right? But so, the big thing is like, Invincible is the name of our protagonist, right? Yeah. And But it takes him a while to come up with the name, so like every episode, it kind of leads into a sentence, like, his mom's like telling him not to like, go off and do crazy things, and then she's like, you're not, and, it, and then the title card goes, Invincible, but every episode, the invincible title card gets a little bit bloodier. Yeah. So like, cool. and then it keeps track of the blood each episode. Interesting. Also from Robert Kirk- Kirkman, Greater mm. Walking Dead. So I don't yeah. know if there's parallels there, but I just enjoy it because it ha- it means like there's consistency in the show. Yeah. Um. Because one part I don't know why I love this part about the comic, but they brought it to the show. So like, eventually, the main character Mark he gets his powers working at like he works at like. A Burger King. Okay. Yeah. Like, okay. And his, yeah. his dad's essentially Superman, right? Yeah. And he's like, I'm supposed to get powers, but I'm not. He's just an ordinary Joe. And, like, he's taking out the trash. Scott and then like, Okay. And then, like, <laughs> he opens up the trash can. He throws one bag. And it's, like, kind of hard. And then, like, he, like, gently lifts up the other bag, and it goes into space. He's like, <laughs> it's about time. And then in two episodes, you see the trash bag land in London. <laughs> and it's just like... What's a burger, Martin? Like, it was just like, this show is well thought out. Yeah, but there's yeah. just key moments like that that's always great when they carry. Just over. love it. Just it just let it's like it pays like it rewards you for paying attention mm-hmm. and just like little satisfying moments like that. Yeah. But also a great intro because it's not a lot. Yeah. But like to play on Invincible because he's getting bloodier, so yeah, it's fun. Community. Oh, community! Such a great intro. Great I'm just thinking a whole bunch of shows that have great Yeah. Interest. Oh, man. So many sitcoms. The Office. Is, is it, the Office has a good... The Office has a good intro, a catchy intro. It has but a catchy I wish it was more updated consistently. That's fair. But I think to kind of combine with their intro is the cold opens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of cold opens and intros, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Brooklyn Nine-Nine has a great one. Has a great intro. Great intro. Gets the energy right. Because... Yeah. Like, the office is kind of, like, cold and, like, slow. Because, yeah. I mean, the match is an office, right? Mm-hmm. And then, like, kind of in the same vein, like, Parks and Rec is kind of, like, spunky. Like, yeah. go get it, attitude. Also a great intro. But then Brooklyn Nine-Nine is, like, about action. And, like, <laughs> the heroes, these, like, they want to be versus, like, oh, we're yeah. just catching, like, this guy shoplifting. <laughs> but I love it. Oh, man, it's such a good intro. Um, you can just, I mean, you can go into a whole list. There's really some really great ones. Drake and Josh. Drake and Josh is a great classic. intro. Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Fresh, iconic intro. Absolutely created a generation on its own. Yep. <laughs> Man. Yeah. Friends. Friends is a great intro. I think it just I just I'm overexposed to it. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. But at the same time, you got to give credit. I mean, I was talking about I was talking to you about fresh off the boat that you got me on, but uh-huh. I just love that intro because just like it's all you need to know. And it's just like I love the hip hop influence. Yeah. So I'm just like going like deep diving back into like '90s hip hop. So mm. it just like gets me in the mode. 
And, like, it just reminds you, like, oh, yeah, this takes place in the 90s. Because it's, like, so hard. Because they're, like, I'll tell you, like, the kids are getting older in that show. Yeah. But, like, I mean, they're slowly getting to, like, 2000s. And for me, like, it doesn't feel like that long ago. But it's, like, 20 years ago. Yeah. Just, like, no, not like this. <laughs> getting old. Yeah. That's that's a bit of a crazy one. Um, yeah. I don't know. I'm sure there's intros we're missing. Yeah. I mean, there's literally. I mean, obviously, The Simpsons. Simpsons is great. I didn't mention The Simpsons because I haven't watched it recently, mm-hmm. but for the time that I was yeah. a Simpsons fan, and it's not like I don't consider myself a Simpsons fan now, I would still consider watching a lot. I just of the feel like Simpsons. a lot of people were fans, like you know. I, I think you have eras, that, right? Yeah, like mid two thousands, like right before the movie. That's like that's like where we feel like Simpsons peaked. You know, you I even love the, the movies. Actually. Yeah, you haven't seen the movie? No, I said I love the movie. Oh yeah, I love the movie. I was too. elected to lead, yeah. not to read. Number three. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it crazy the things I can't remember are just like the the catacombs of things are in like Homer effing yeah. his big figure out digging his That's a classic scene, dude. I honestly to, before the movie you would you would argue that it was, you know, past its peak, but that scene in the movie is just such a well known scene. <laughs> that we're talking about Homer getting stuck in yeah. the sand hole, by the way. Flipping everybody off because he's supposed to be sinking into the sand hole, but like he gets stuck. And so and so he's he trying to dig his way yeah. out with his middle fingers. <laughs> and he doesn't they have four fingers on his <laughs> middle fingers. What a great movie. Um should watch that movie again. I <laughs> should watch all the movies again. Oh man. Oh, and even Arrow. Oh, the yeah. whole speech like early on. Yeah. That just got you in. Like it Flash really did. like the Flash par- intro, I always parody. Like anytime I'm trying to do something fast, I'm just like I'm Barry Allen, the fastest man alive. But, like, it gets so goofy, and Arrow is, like, I'm, like, watching on the side sometimes. Yeah. And it's so bonkers. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, but, but like, if you go back to the first two, two seasons, seasons oh, of how important that intro is to yes. the whole, like, sequence and everything, yeah, that's a great point. God. It's really, really There good. will never be another Arrow season two. Oh, my God. There could have been. Oh, I mean, Teen Titans. Teen Titans. Arguably very controversial when it came out, but, like, you love it. Because because the Japanese intro, you're saying? Oh, uh, no, I just mean, like, the animation style. Because oh. I think, like, more people were kind of expecting, like, from, like, the DC, like, the lineage of, like, having the Justice League Unlimited oh, and then going to, like, kind of, like... Which a, is interesting, because it is kind style. of Timverse style. I don't feel like it is, honestly. It is, it is. It's just, it's it half just, Timverse, half more animated, yeah. like, anime. Yeah, I mean it falls right into my wheelhouse, but like I remember at the time people were like were like knocking it off because it's just like oh it's a kid's show and I'm just like, bruh, they're not even trying to say his name because man's name is Death. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's it is better animated than Justice League and everything in the Timverse, but it mm-hmm. is still drawn in the same style, but better animated, which is yeah, really, yeah. So man, in that intro, like it sold, it sold like parents are like oh I can, think I'm watch this show. Yeah. About Robin not trying to kill his friends. <laughs> Speaking of which, I've asked that question before on the podcast where I've said, if there was another show you'd like to get another season of, Teen Titans would be it, I think. Yeah. And when you when, when I look back on that show, mm-hmm. it's it's such a great show. And it's so short. It is very short, yeah. Oh, and there's just things that you wish could have played out yeah. like, and you didn't get a chance to... Because... Alright, so we're going to go ahead and dive into Teen Titans, actually, because Love I it. recently watched the Judas Contract. Shout out to Aaron. <laughs> shout out to Aaron. Yo, shout that's out to Aaron. Me shout and out to Bond Beast Boy. Shout so out to <laughs> He asked with that show, in his words. 
no, F's. Yeah. Aaron, Aaron for sure. F's with that show. He's, I think, in terms of characters that Aaron vibes with, that Beast, Beast, Boy. Beast Boy is like him. very much up his alley. And that specific version of Beast Boy. And he, if he's listening to this, he would get body back by the mention of Tara. Like you mentioned Tara. He's just like, bruh. They, their version, so that story in with Tara is based off the Judas contract. Yeah. Based off the comic book, the Judas contract, right? Yeah. And so if you've watched the comic, like you've, they, they recently made a movie about it two or three years mm-hmm. ago. The animated movie, which is good, I enjoyed it a lot. Actually. Okay, I haven't seen it, so uh, I haven't I'll, seen like the recent string of movies with like the new Fifty Two style yeah, of heroes. The new Fifty Two style of heroes, I've I've intermittently caught some here yeah. and there, but I will say the Judas Contract finally gives like Nightwing his due because I oh. feel like he's gotten shafted so many times in the animated movies. Yes, repeatedly. Yes, like a lot, a lot. Okay, and so he Sound gets me. he gets his due, right? Also, a fan of how Starfire is treated in that movie. Because she's she's a great character, and <laughs> sometimes she gets written terribly. She gets comics and otherwise. That's the thing. It's like Starfire. Okay, so here's the thing. Here's my opinion on this. Starfire should be sexual, right? Because that's kind of her character. Like, but there's the overtly sexual, mm-hmm. and there's the kind of like just naive. humorous, like naive sexual. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so there's there's one joke in the Judas contract that I'm just gonna spoil right now because like they're they're in a fight or something. And, like, you know, they're doing the casual comedy thing in a serious situation where, like, Nightwing and Starfire are not taking it that that seriously. They're talking about other stuff. They're talking about their relationship. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, basically, they're talking about, like, moving in together and stuff. And then there's a scene where Nightwing's like, all right, we got to do that thing we did last week. And he's talking about a training move to, like, take out a robot. And she's like, I don't think the teammates would appreciate if we did that right now. (laughs) And it's like, that's really funny. Like, that's the kind of, like, Starfire, like, I appreciate, actually. But... The point I'm trying to make is that, going back to... It's the Judas contract. Essentially, Tara is controlled by Slade. She mm-hmm. betrays them. Yeah. She's She's been a double agent the whole time. Yeah. The way that the show did it was way different. Mm-hmm. Because it's... Tara does betray the team, more or less. But she does it in a... They, do, they write it in a way where Tara is her own character. Where mm-hmm. she has her own reasons. And, like, she just feels like she disappointed the team. But also, like, there's more to her. Yeah. And that's what I would say is to the credit of the show, actually, because they decided to adapt the comic and not just write the comic. Whereas the, the movie basically more or less just brings just lifts the comic. Yeah. Okay. And that's I why can... I think there's like credit to be deserved there. Okay. I can get behind that. Because the, the thing about the the weird thing is like for me, so like I watched the show mm-hmm. and then I went back and found the comic mm-hmm. and it's pretty, it's pretty like you got to kind of. It's in like it's like the late I want to say early eighties. Yeah, I think it's early eighties. So, but like in that in that tiny story, it's like only like three or four issues, and there's a lot of what Teen Titans is from the show in those few issues. Mm -hmm. But that whole run by Marv Wolfman, I think, um, there's a lot of story leading up to it. So, like, I think the movie had to keep it kind of strict, and like even the comic I was reading, it was like. Some, like, a lot of bits I wouldn't get just because you're, like, in issue 40 of a run. Yeah. So, like, there's a lot of stuff already happened. So, I mean, it's hard. And those movies are, like, really, really short. Like, mm-hmm. an hour 10 is not a lot of time for, like, anything. Especially, like, an ensemble thing like that. Um, so, I'm excited to watch it. I'm just, like, keep my expectations low. But we'll see. Yeah. I might just, like, do a run and just, like, catch up on all that. Yeah. A side side note from intros, just the... I watched. It was the last Comic Con we were at. Me and Aaron. 
uh-huh. was in 2019, and we watched um, The Death of Superman. That I've heard like, that's good. I hated it. Oh, really? <laughs> it <Rip>. was... <laughs> I mean, maybe I watched it on a big screen, and I'm like, I'm not the biggest Superman fan, so I'll admit. And I know it's a two-part story, because there's a Return of Superman after. Yeah. And I've read the book, and I'm actually not that huge fan of the book. But, like, on that big screen, like, you know that San Diego screen, and if yeah. you haven't known, Hall it's like the... The screen size of that is essential. Sorry, not Hall H. It's usually Ballroom 20, I think. Right? It was Ballroom 20. Yeah. Shout out to, to Brian, past Comic Con attendee. <laughs> 2013, 2015, RIP. 2016, I think. I don't remember. No, but yeah, go ahead. That was our last one. We couldn't do any more after that. <laughs> um, but that screen is the size of like the equivalent of a neighborhood block. It's yeah. huge. Yeah. So if something's shot well, it's going to show up well. And if something's shot bad, it looks bad. And that movie looks so terribly animated. Mm. Like, there's a scene, like, towards the end of the movie where, like, Lex is fighting the Doomsday with Superman, right? Yeah. And it shows, like, it zooms out to, like, essentially, like, a City Hall strip thing. Yeah. Like, like, National Mall. Like, that little grass patch. Okay. That leads from the Capitol building. And it shows Lex's little robot thing flying over to, like, approach Doomsday. And it literally looks like an artist literally grabbed like a little square and just dragged it over and it looked so it was so jarring to me that like this was like the debut of the movie like literally it is the world premiere mm. and like the animation just has gone like so piss poor and yeah. in my opinion there have been other things that happened in that movie that just didn't look right dialogue was kind of off they like Superman Lois relationship was like really pushed and mm. it also happened again with like the killing joke they added like a Batgirl story that was terrible. Yeah, Batman ends up having sex with Batgirl. It was yeah, it was gross. Mm. You can look this up. There's there's pe- a lot of people trashing it, but like some of the qualities of the movie have really put like a bad taste in my mouth. So I'll have to give it a try. Which is such a shame because I DC, love those movies. Yeah, the DC animated film line. I would say I don't know what the last one was that I would say was really really good. For me, it was like Gods and Monsters. Like it was like an alternate. Universe. I did like Gods and Monsters. Universe Gods and Monsters League. was super fun. Yeah. Um. That was that. Was oh, it was the Dark Knight Returns. That that double. Uh, that double movie that was really good. That was really well done. Really yeah. good. And then they started like the Just League stuff. Then they started the new Throne of Atlantis, all that stuff. So I haven't seen a lot, and I'll give it a shot someday. But like anything like Justice League, Dark and on I, I mean, even it. even Flashpoint. I remember Flashpoint. Watching, oh. Flashpoint was pretty good. Flashpoint was the start of all of it. And yeah. that, maybe because we also watched it on the big screen, but that was just well done. That one, yeah. And they just, like, took an alternate universe and just, like, went off the rails. And Justice was, League War was right after that. And that yeah. was pretty good, too. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't as good as Flashpoint. Flashpoint is the Flashpoint one. Flashpoint just, yeah. like, oh, they just put all their chips in. And just the animation, like, from all that before, even, like, Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. Emerald Knights, Year One, Under the Red Hood. Just yeah. so many classics. Justice League War, or no, not Justice League War. Justice, uh, Justice League, uh, Crisis on Two Earths. Crisis on Two Earths. Just League Doom. Doom. My favorite. Yeah, that's one of my favorites. Public Enemies. Mm-hmm. Um, even even the original uh, Death of Superman Doomsday. Mm. Yeah. And that was like one of the first, first ones. Oh, even Gotham Knights, like where they got like Japanese animators that animate Batman. Oh, yeah. Oh, if you haven't seen that, that's like a that's like an OG. Like if you really like anime, like that is, oh, and uh, it's just so well done. 
And it's, like, in the same universe as, like, the Nolanverse. So if you, like, like kind of like yeah. some source from there, it's kind of cool. <laughs> so, ah, uh, I just go on about DC movies all the time. Yeah, when they were good. When they were good. I don't know. Like I said, I enjoy the Judas Contract, so maybe they're, they're DC. On HBO Max? Yeah, it's on HBO Max. Like I said, I like, that's that's a version of Nightwing and Starfire that I, I really like. Mm-hmm. And that's that's a well done version. I yeah, because I gotta get caught up. I'm watching a lot of sitcoms and about to get into my Young Justice season three for finally. Oh, that's exciting. We'll see. Aaron Aaron kind of like was shaking on it. He was shaking. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's been so long. It's so hard. Yeah. Cause that that's like a legitimate cap. Because like we were watching Cora at the same time. Cora finished, yeah. and then it was like this huge gap, and then like Young Justice, like seven year, eight years later. So, and I had a big, 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 like uh, teaser for the next season. So when it went off, it was yeah. like. It was a huge deal. Yeah, that's a tough one. That's a tough one for sure. I, I don't I don't know how they I don't know how they did. I didn't watch it. I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, that's. I mean, there's a, there's a few shows that end like kind of. I mean, it's kind of nice that like we have a culture now that like you can kind of voice your opinion. It may have an effect on the future. Like, I feel like I affected Warrior getting a season three, so I, I'm, I'm very happy about that. <laughs> that's a good show. <laughs> that's a fantastic show. I'm very much. Speaking show. of intros, I love. Warrior is definitely up there. You can ask Nikki every time that that comes on. I'm I'm just vibing. Do 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 do. That's my shit. Here for it. Um. Yeah, I'm trying to think the last show that ended that I was like really mad it ended. You mad like you wanted another season of it? Yeah, because Teen Titans. You asked me what was yours. When I originally thought of the question, it was Single by Thirty. Because Single by Thirty by Wang Fu. Because it just came at a time when it was already free, and it it had ended for four years already. By the time I got to see it, and I was like, mm-hmm. man, like is this is a show years? I wanted more of already, yeah. and people wanted more of it probably four years ago. It's just that it was on YouTube Red, and YouTube Red, the only thing that survived out of YouTube Red at this point, as far as I know, is Cobra Kai. From what I know. Yeah, I think everything else that was on YouTube Red essentially died out, as far as I know. But I, you know, that's unconfirmed. That's just what I, all I know off the top of my head. It died. I'm trying to think. I'm sure there was a show that ended that I was like, well, to converse, to to flip that, there are shows I wish that stopped. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, not unlike Scrubs, but that's another topic. But like, um, a show that messed me up that continued, Dragon Ball GT. Oh, bad taste in my mouth. Yeah. Well, did you ever watch it? I did watch GT, yeah. I it's- like, I only got kind of good. And the last season with, like, the Dragon Balls, because I appreciate, like, the mythology. Like, yeah. Like, bringing life to the the mythos, but it's just, like, that show is just all sorts of bonkers. No, I mean, GT's not good, right? Yeah. You're just facing the facts of it, but, you know... It took, like, the worst parts of Dragon Ball, and then just, like, hey, let's do it again. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really know what the... I just remember they there. explored a lot in the space... And they kind of did that in, like, the Namek Saga really early. Mm-hmm. And it just, like, it looked kind of weird. They're just, like, a lot of filler episodes. Like, yeah. You remember when, like, Gohan and Krillin were, like, exploring and, like, they, like, met, like, other alien races that are kind of humanoid? Yeah. And they're, like, super forgettable. No, I mean... And GT is, like, there's a whole season of that. <laughs> GT? GT is just weird in it's general. And, weird. and I don't know. It's just, yeah. Baby Vegeta? Yeah, baby, the baby saga was. Yeah, I don't know. 
But Super Saiyan 4 Gogeta was tight as fuck. Yeah. But <laughs> you know me, I love my Piccolo. And he got he got crucified on that show. Like, I don't even remember, but Baby was after everyone. Yeah. And, like, I don't know who blew him up, but, like, it was literally, like, a line in the earth and then another line. And Piccolo's like, I'm going to stop this or, like, I'm going to slow him down. And then he just ends up dead with freaking yeah. hanging out with Frieza and Cell. Yeah. And Frieza and Cell hanging out. I don't like that. They wouldn't yeah. like each other. Probably. I, that's the whole thing, too, is this the Piccolo's entire appearance in GT, what it felt like, was just him talking from hell and just being like, yeah, this is what's going on. Yep. You should do this instead. Yep. And everyone got roasted in this show. I haven't watched Dragon Ball Super. I know people love it. I'm just going to keep my Dragon Ball love ending with the Boo Saga. And then I'll kind of just... Super's I, issues are in animation. Yes. I've seen but, some of the clips. And it's yeah. so frustrating to see because it's like, this is Dragon Ball. Yeah. Who's not pulling this, all the stops out for Dragon Ball? Yeah. What team, what animation team is not stepping up to play for Dragon Ball? This is like the basis of everything. It's not as old as Astro Boy. But yeah, who's but not stepping you could up? easily make the argument that Dragon Ball Z is probably, well... It also has issues with animation. No, it has issues with animation <laughs> for sure, but you could, you could definitely make the argument that Dragon Ball Z is the most influential anime ever. Yeah. You could make that argument. I mean, it's obviously, some people are going to say Akira. Some people are going to say, kind of, so whatever your answer yeah. is. Like, there's there's multiple answers. But if if you can't really tell the story of anime becoming global without, without Dragon Ball Z, in my opinion, yeah. And Dragon Ball Z is iconic for that reason because it it introduced this entire generation to anime and it got it kept them hooked. Yeah. And it people, people will say Pokemon, it's Dragon Ball. I, Pokemon deserves its credit too, for sure. Yeah. But Dragon Ball Z it just has a special place for so many people yeah. that it's like their first anime, mm. and it was their exposure because of Toonami and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. And because of that, I'm just surprised that Super has such moments with such poor animation. Yeah, it's it's not even like oh, it's it's not, so, it's not even the team. Like, how did this get by? Yeah, I don't and know. that's just like. I, I can't believe stuff like that. Like, because I, I think they actually say budget for some of the more important episodes. But that's insane, that's though. Like, how yeah. is there not a budget for this? Like, yeah. cut another show or, like, give a show a break for a year. Move that team to the super team. <laughs> give them the promotion. Knock it out of the park. Because apparently, I don't watch Dragon Ball Super, but people are going blue. People are going <laughs> purple. People are going ultra instinct. And... You have the money to make all these games. There's feature films at least once a year, if not every other year. Yeah. The merchandise out the wazoo. You license it to everyone because everyone's making clothes off of mm-hmm. it. Yep. You got mobile games no one's playing. Or everyone's playing. Yeah. There's definitely attention for Super because it's still getting supported. Or, I mean, Fighter Z. Sorry. Yeah. How is this show looking the way it's coming out? That's a, yeah, that's a fair point. That's a good question. I don't know. <sighs> so I don't watch it just because I think I just want to keep Dragon Ball Z where it is and just keep it, preserve it in my chest. No, nah, dude. I mean, well, it's completely up to you, but I would say I think people have deemed Super a worthy successor. Okay. You know, that's up to you. I mean, I'm not watching it currently. I, I'm watching Shokugeki, Shokugeki no Soma, Food Wars. Mm. And <laughs> as silly as it is with a lot of the foodgasms and the nakedness and the, the nudity, I mean, you know. I'm just fast-forwarding through it, but 
I will appreciate the fact that they're mostly equal opportunity. All of the women have breasts that are too big, but also there's a, lot a dude of naked that's dudes literally are shredded. yeah, a lot of shredded naked dudes and one dude that's just naked in an apron. A lot of the same time. material it makes you want to cook, which is really that. I mean, if you want to cook at the end of that, if you want to do the anime, yeah, you want to do the top of the anime, like. Like, I'd say Haikyuu has, like, revitalized my urge to play volleyball, and unfortunately yeah. we're in a pandemic. But I'd be out there, like, being like, yo, guys, let's freaking... Trying to volley the ball. Let's volley <laughs> that ball, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah, Shokugeki, I'm just like, bruh, somebody get me a headband, I'm ready to cook, let's make this happen. I'm trying, I'm trying to make flavors and shit. I love it. I don't want you to explain those flavors. I want you to push your nose up with your glasses. <laughs> my secret ingredient. <laughs> <laughs> what is this what's created this mellow wonderful flavor I'm not Human? sure is it <laughs> coriander there's a there's a layer of mango cream in the middle ah, is it me <laughs> <laughs> it's so good man wonderfully animated by yeah. the way no it's like it pulls out of the stops like deserves all the hype it gets yeah I just was not aware going into it like I watched the intro or the first maybe 10 minutes yeah with a not ready for that ten minutes crowd, yeah. so I immediately shut it off. You got hit but yeah. I might, I might get back onto it like after I catch up on a few things. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was very, ex- I mean, speaking of anime, I was very excited to watch the remake of Shaman King, but it was, it came out in April in Japan. Mm-hmm. I'm not torrenting currently, but it's licensed by Netflix, so I can't watch the remake until Netflix releases it here because it's just convenient, really, at that point. I don't have Crunchyroll. I think it's on Crunchyroll. I don't know. Well, Crunchyroll is free if you can bear the ads. I, I refuse. I pay for the no the no ad Hulu for a reason. I uh, see. I see. I yeah. also play for the no ad. <laughs> I'm a man of culture. Yeah, yeah. I know. I, I pay for what I want. That 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 No Hero Academia on on Wednesday. I'm watching it. <laughs> um, that's that good stuff. Dang, man! I didn't know there's a King remake. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. With all, I mean, they decided to get all the original voice actors, and okay. in theory, word on the street is they're going to follow the manga very, more closely this time, because they, they how, deviated in the original anime. That's how uh, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood came about. Mm. So, And that was, like, really... That, like, really... I That might be one of the first and mangas I've read front to back, like, yeah. religiously. Mm-hmm. And I didn't watch the show fully, because I was like, you can't. And then I watched Brotherhood, and I'm like, finally. So, if you really enjoy it, I'm, I'm excited for you. Yeah. I, I would say, you know, speaking of Full Metal Alchemist and Brotherhood, Willie has very strong opinions about Full Metal Alchemist versus Brotherhood. He has very strong opinions on that. Like, he, no. no. he's saying, like, original FMA is trash. Brotherhood is the real shit. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I, I would agree. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, but... But I think the original got a lot of people into it, and then exactly. when Brotherhood came out, they are like, what is this? And then, but if you read the manga, you're like... This is it. <laughs> <laughs> this is the real deal. Yeah. The only thing the the, the, the original Full Metal gave us is that meme about <laughs> sp- splicing kids and dogs. Bruh. <laughs> Bruh. Oh, shout out to that terrible meme culture. <laughs> oh, shout out. You have a baby. 4chan. <laughs> and a dog. That's that 4chan How shit. How can we make it better? <laughs> that is that 4chan shit. Oh, God. Oh, oh. man. Oh, speaking of shout-outs, got to give a shout-out to my man Suresh. Hasn't been on the podcast yet, but did get engaged Sureshu. to his longtime girlfriend. Hey. Another shout-out worth giving is one-time guest, two-time guest on this podcast, Alyssa. Hey. Got into a grad school. Hey. Congrats to her. She's probably her, not going to listen to this episode. 
but you know what it is. I'll Congrats to her. She'll be like, why are you sending me this random episode? I just love talking about it. It anime. just talks about intros and anime for 30 Yeah, we'll get only 30 minutes. <laughs> 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 like, what the F? I don't like any of these shows. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But shout out to Alyssa. She's like, where's the Witcher talk? <laughs> Very much deserved. And shout out to Suresh. Shout out to Suresh. Congratulations to them both. Hey. Um, yeah, he should be a guest on soon. That'd be good. Or him playing the Newlyweds game with Sarah. That'd be fun. That would be fun. Yeah. yeah. Maybe once they settle down for a bit. I mean, summer's coming. They were. They, I mean, they were. They were recently in Virginia for a brief amount of time, and I got to see them while they were here in Virginia. Yeah. But they were literally leaving the next day, or yeah. I was leaving the next day, and then while I was gone, they left for a different vacation. Yeah. Which they then got engaged. They on. do do that. They just come and go, and that's. It's just when you're kind of when you need a podcast like you. I feel like I need time to just have a topic and like kind of get ready. And usually I'm just like free enough to make this ready. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I guess now people can just kind of sit down for like a quick two hours until we get that studio. Yeah, something like that, sure. Something like that. I mean, it's not going to be anytime soon because if you've seen the housing prices in Virginia, which is a different topic in and of itself, but that's a ways away. <laughs> adulting. That's, yeah, that's adulting. Um, yeah. Yeah, hopefully we'll get them on soon. Hopefully. And shout out to Eddie, who's been, like, dropping these yeah. these consecutive episodes. He was. Yeah, he hosted two episodes. How do you feel taking that break? He hosted one episode completely without me, which is the real break, which also was really nice. super impressive. Great episode. Yeah. Really enjoyed it. I don't know if there's anything left to go over, really. Uh. Yeah, I mean, we could breach a new topic, because we, I mean, we briefly talked about cutting weight. I mean, I was saying cutting weight for me, because I'm trying to cut some fat, just to get back into prime climbing shape mm-hmm. and I know that you're just trying to get into better shape but yeah just trying to like maybe we'll save that load. for another episode we'll save it's a little loaded it is a little loaded plus like maybe way. we'll have Willie on that episode ooh cause he shreds he's, he's cutting right now too actually I oh talked he's to legit really cutting too. he's legit trying to cut right now okay actually this is <laughs> I wanna go ahead and tell this story and then kill the and then we'll end this episode but basically I'm looking for podcast episode ideas and I, and I go into the discord to see what's going on on discord and I see that Steven is streaming and Steven is streaming, and I see Willie in the channel. So I join the channel. Steven is streaming himself cooking. Okay. He's cooking, like, a side, and then Willie's just commenting like it's a fucking YouTube video or a Twitch stream of Steven just cooking. Wait, wait, wait. Like, he's, like, in the video? Yeah, like, it's legit a video of, Steve, like, live streaming himself cooking. No, but cooking. Willie. No, Willie is in Discord just He's watching. in the chat. He's in the chat, basically. That's hilarious. It's, it, and not the chat though because you can hear the voice because he's in the same channel so Willie's just commenting on the oh, whole process okay. see I'm not discord friendly so. yeah whatever the, the whole point I'm trying to make is that he's watching it this whole time and then basically we get to a point where Steven is finally eating <laughs> and then Steven's eating like a steak and a, and a saute, side of sautéed spinach or something I don't know what but he's eating a steak and he goes to get a drink and then Willie's like oh man what drink is he getting like he's like, really he's like excited what drink Steven is getting and Steven comes back with Kirkland water bottles from Costco, and then Willie's like, no, 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 that's not how you pair a steak. <laughs> I, if I wanted water, I would drink water myself. you got to drink something good, Steven. <laughs> and then and then Steven goes to get, like, a can of this herbal tea or something, and he starts drinking. He's like, Willie's like, nah, if you're going to live stream for cooking, you got to put together a perfect bite, and then you got to pour your drink into a glass, and then you got to offer it to the screen, to the camera, and be like... Here's cheers. And I'm like, what the fuck, Willie? Spend too much time on TikTok, that man. And then Willie's like, he's telling me because he's cutting, this is his last meal. His last meal is watching Steven eat a meal over live stream. And I lost my shit right there. 
I need to get oh. that man out of the house. <laughs> He's crazy. <laughs> alright, alright. I'm wrapping this thing up. This has been a good episode. It's a good episode. What do we got to name this episode? Anime and intros? Intros and anime? TV intros and anime? That's predominantly what it's about. I feel like it's got to be a pun with intros. I, I guess we got to think of the name after yeah. the episode. But, uh, Too Distant to Love was like, that was like lightning in the bottle. Bruh. I still <laughs> laugh about that. I still, yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. Um, but if this podcast brought any value, you have any questions, concerns, you disagree, you have your own opinions, you have anything you want to talk about for anime and intros, nohappinesspodcast at gmail.com. Listen, follow, like, subscribe on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts. And, uh, okay, bye. Bye.